The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Psalm 24, verses 1 and 2. Most scholars tend to believe that the 24th Psalm was written by David to celebrate the arrival of the Ark of the Covenant in the city of Jerusalem. And when you read 1 Chronicles 13 and 1 Chronicles 15 and you see the great amount of singing and worshiping that was going on, and then you read the words of this psalm, then that supposition makes good sense. However, even here at the beginning of the psalm, David sees a danger in settling this manifestation of God's presence in one location. And that is that the people would be tempted to think that God was just stuck there that he did not reign over the rest of the earth, much less any of the other people of the earth. And so David begins the psalm by reminding them that God could not be put in a literal box, like the Ark of the Covenant, nor could God be put in a figurative box of human expectation and understanding. God made the whole world, and therefore he rules the whole world and every person in it. And David was right to be concerned about that. Later in Israel's history, Ezekiel would spend several of the opening chapters of his book trying to get across the same point to the captives in Babylon by the river Kibar. Those people at that time believed that God was no longer with them, but instead he was still back in Jerusalem. Ezekiel wrote to tell them, God is right here with you, because God can be anywhere at any time. I wonder, though, as I think about this idea of God being placed in a box, I wonder, could that be a problem for any of us? Where we keep trying to put God in a box that we call the church building? I believe that it can be a problem. In fact, I think that's why we have people who many times compartmentalize their religion. People who think that church is all about what happens in a building three times a week who then go out and live like the rest of the world the moment that they leave that box. Here's a woman, for example, who teaches a children's Bible class on Sunday morning, teaches children about Jesus, but then turns right around and gossips over the phone every other day of the week. Here's a man who can recite the plan of salvation on Wednesday night as he gives the invitation, but will then turn around and cheat and be dishonest with his customers when he's at the workplace. Or here's a couple who shows up for worship services every time the door is opened, but then will carry on a running feud with their neighbors and act as if the New Testament doesn't apply outside the four walls of the church building. How can these things be? In fact, God really seemed to ask that same question in Jeremiah 7. In Jeremiah 7 and verses 9 and 10, God asked His people at that time, Will you act like the heathen around you six days a week? and then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, We are delivered, only to go on doing all these abominations? Do we somehow think that God is oblivious to how we act once we leave the assembly of the church? Well, when you put God in a box, then I guess it's natural to just assume that your behavior only counts when you're in His presence. But here's the thing. We're always in His presence. God is everywhere. He is reigning in all places. He cannot be confined by anything man-made, not even the most magnificent temple ever built by man, 
much less our comparatively unmagnificent church buildings today. We need to be reminded that how we live when we're outside of that box counts just as much as how we live whenever we visit God inside that box. In fact, as David continues on in the 24th Psalm, he points out that inconsistency and hypocrisy will ultimately do us no good at all. In verses 3, 4, and 5, he continues by saying, Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully, he will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Christian, stop trying to put God in a box. Your salvation depends on seeing God as the King of glory who rules over everyone and everything in every time and in every place. Live with clean hands and a pure heart everywhere, not just when you're at the church building.